the Spanish announce table. Holy hell, it is episode 368 of the Spanish announce table. I think we broke Twitter. Um, <laughs> we were attempting for the first time ever. We've been doing these live on YouTube and we have mastered it. Yeah. To, to the point that we said we should try to do a simulcast. Spanish announce table, double live stream. Tim and Tom, two ways to watch us. And so Come we were on. like, all right, I, I did all this studying to figure out how to, to, to do it on Twitter. And right as we're, I'm not, 7.30 hits and we're like, let's go live. And then Twitter, down. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nobody's got Twitter. Uh, anybody that we know apparently yet. So, Interesting. I think we broke Twitter. Kim Kardashian broke the internet. We just broke Twitter. I think that's good enough for our scale, right? Yeah, I agree. Although, Tim, uh, as we say, you've mastered uh, YouTube. This could be user error here, but I don't mm. see that we're on uh, the YouTube right now. Are we on the YouTube? Hmm. Mm. Hey, but we're still recording, so let's keep going for here we are. the podcasting uh, community here. There it is. Yeah, there it is. There now we are. We're live. See? Now we're live. See, maybe we broke YouTube and Twitter. Maybe we, we broke break YouTube everything and at the same right here. Time. You know what I mean? We break you through the Spanish announce table. That's mm-hmm. what you can expect on this yep. podcast after eight long years of talking about grown men and women in their underwear play fighting. That's what you get. And Tim, I tell you what, it was a great week of pro wrestling. Everything uh, right here. Jam you know what I mean? Episode. We break you through Dynamite. the Spanish. And you also table. have, that's what you can expect. Uh, very exciting and interesting pay-per-view from GCW, the world of GCW. And I tell you what, it should be very, very interesting. What do you think? Uh, I'm very excited about uh, the GCW pay-per-view coming up. Those are always a treat, right? I, there's no other way I can describe it, right? A, mm-hmm. a treat only a seasoned pro wrestling fan can enjoy. Um, I'm excited about all the pro wrestling that happened this week, though, and that we get to talk about it. And I think we're actually back up on Twitter now, too, Tom. Hey, uh, there it, it is. looks like we're going. And so that's headed. So forgive me, stumbling a little bit as we're trying to figure out. I don't know, you know. In this day and age, it, it's not going to shock me if somebody's like, okay, the world's ending now. Like, now it's happening. So when things like Twitter goes down, you're kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> right? Are we going to be hearing sirens soon? So you got to be a little alert these days. You know what I mean? It's 2022. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, and anyway, let's just get into it, Tom. You ready for this, man? This this wonderful world of pro wrestling, everything that it had to bring us, uh, we're going to dive into it. Uh, we encourage everybody to use hashtag tweet the table right there. there. Tell us mm-hmm. what you want to talk about. And we're going to get to those. We're going to read those tweets later in this show. But first, Tom, we got to keep people up to speed. Got to get them what's going on in the world, the news of pro wrestling. You got to give the people what they need. You got to give the people what they need. And what they need is the mother loving news. Tom, are you ready? I am. Xavier Woods. Announced he will miss four to six weeks of in-ring action after tearing a calf muscle during a recent SmackDown match with the Usos. This timeline would mean Woods or Woods, excuse me, would not appear at WWE's Royal Rumble. Yikes! He tore a calf muscle. Mm-hmm. Wow. He tore something in the calf. Still, the, the I mean, past, past. I forget what I didn't write that part down. 
but still, I mean, you know how much you use your calf in walking? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's going to affect your ankle, your knee, your foot, probably up into your hip because you're going to have to overcompensate once. I'm saying once you recover from the injury. And then didn't he already have an ACL tear or something like that? I thought he had another lower leg injury before. So, gee, many freaking Christmas. That stinks for him. Uh, we'll see what happens when he comes back. But at least now we know that we won't be getting the Usos versus uh, the, the New Day. Yeah, I just... I, this all, the way, what I take from it is just how depressed I am with WWE's content. Like... I'm not going to miss Xavier Woods in this. There's no story that's now cut short oh, mm -hmm. that matters. Yeah, right. There's nothing I was looking forward to him to do. Mm -hmm. I understand what you mean. There like would be no if void. This was, <laughs> right? right? Like, this like, is just. Yeah, you're saying essentially, like, if this was CM Punk getting injured right now, you would be upset because we're not going to get the payoff of MJF versus CM Punk. Regardless no if you here. like. Right. Like, regardless if you love that story or not it's a story that needs a conclusion. You would be upset that you would get, you wouldn't get that conclusion with Xavier Woods. Yeah. He's just kind of hanging out and that's an indictment on the promotion, not the talent because he is good enough to do things. He's done things in the past. He's obviously captivating enough to be on uh, the, the video game channel that the G four, I think it's called. So like right. other people love him. So what are we doing with just having him being a, a, a warm body on wwe programming it stinks it, it really is i mean uh, and there's just this is a thing we've said before but we'll say it again too like they just they don't have any in-depth stories you know i the roman paul Heyman story is the only one you can kind of argue that has this level of depth to it but this xavier woods thing, like any match that i can recall that xavier woods has been in for the last things outside of the king of the ring was about mm -hmm. like I can win. Mm -hmm. I can beat you up. And right. that's it. And then that's the other thing that's maybe a, a, a little bit of a uh, bad sign for the WWE is, you know, I imagine as business gets better for AEW, they're going to start to do more house shows, right? But they've only done one in the company's history. And with WWE, they're doing house shows as much as they can. Obviously, with pandemic being considered but before that it was you know how shows tuesday wednesday whatever night they could get and mm -hmm. that's when you know an injury happens and you you may not have a story to finish because the person got injured in green bay right and fucking green bay fucking green bay but i just think they're gonna be winning the super bowl i'll tell you that much i they sure might. hope not they might. they might but fuck um <laughs> I just think this is the part where WWE is like, well, good. This is why we don't invest in all these characters because if they get hurt, then just rotate another person up. And so it's like, I understand their thinking, but also stop it. You're being too greedy. Like if you lower the dates for them, they have less chance of getting hurt. You put those dates only on television. You at least get something out of it. You know, heaven forbid anyone gets hurt, but you get what I'm saying. But now it's just, we're gone. Xavier Woods, bye bye. See ya. Whenever that hopefully heals later. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing here. Why is this not? Some of the existing 
Ring of Honor championships are going to continue to be defended even though the company has gone on self-imposed hiatus. The Wrestling Observer reports that the ROH World Women's and Tag Team Championships will be defended in various promotions with the blessing of Sinclair Broadcasting in a deal that is also giving Sinclair, excuse me, Sinclair Broadcasting rights to air that footage. The television, Pure, and Trios Championships, however, will be retired. And you know what? Good. Because I think one of the worst things you can have in a promotion is just, hey, another feud over a title. Like, why would you want the pure championship over the world heavyweight championship, right? Like what's the, and again, you can tell me ROH diehards of what differences and all that stuff, but like to an outsider, that makes no sense. So, and you know what, good, because on, you know, I, the peanut butter and jelly of your promotion here, and that's men, women, tag team, and that's all you need to start. And so I like that. And again, as we get a more robust uh schedule and talent roster maybe then those titles come back but for right now yeah right there and you were speaking about how they're going to be defended in other promotions and we're talking about gcw we'll talk about it here in a little bit but on gcw's hammerstein ballroom pay-per-view this sunday night it's going to be roh champion jonathan grisham taking on blake christensen so there you go you got even a little bit more spice to the gcw with roh continuing their stuff so good for them that one yeah you know and i think it's roh we still don't know what's What's in the future if there is a future um however you know it, it these titles i think can mean something if there is going to be an ROH continuing, if it's in another form, but if it's in another form, yeah, the odds are it probably doesn't need six titles. So, yeah. What do you think with this idea that it's going to be defended on other promotions, pay-per-views, or just, you know, uh, television well, properties? Nowhere else. <laughs> you know? But what do you think about ROH going the NWA route? And remember, NWA did their heavyweight championship on the all-in pay-per-view and Cody won the title and then Cody dropped it back to Nick all this, you know, a month later or whatever it was. You think we see a Jonathan Grisham versus Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson becomes your ROH champion. Then he goes on ROH programming and drops it to, you know, whoever it is, right? You think that may happen? Possibly. I mean, who knows? Everything's up for grabs with these ROH titles. I, you know, I don't know. We shall see. Somebody might dump it in a trash can. Nah, nobody would ever do that. No. no that'd be, that'd be a weird idea. Who would do that? Yeah, let's do that. Roman Reigns set a new WWE record this week when his WWE Universal Championship reign hit 504 days and counting. The previous record holder at 503 days was... Sam Punk. Brock Lesnar. Universal. Oh, universal. Okay. I got you. Um, yeah, well that made sense. I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking like WWE championships, but I think that Um, was even longer than the CM Punk one was Wasn't that like 400 some days. That's something. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Uh, that's interesting. And that is, is... well, here's the thing. It's cool to then later look back and say like, look at that dominant reign and then that established superstar, right? Like that was the era of Roman Reigns, right? When we get into 2025, the world's still around then. And we look back at 2020 to 2022, we're going to be like, that was Roman Reigns era, right? So yes, in the future, that's going to be cool. But right now, 
I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of it. Like I need a, I need a second chapter. I need, but right. We did the fun stuff with the family. Now we're kind of doing the stuff with Paul Heyman, but I need spice it up a little bit, man. You mm-hmm. know, come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's move on. Mustafa Ali publicly requested to be released from WWE on Twitter this week. Fightful reports that WWE have since spoken with Ali and informed him that his request will not be granted. No official statements have been given at this time. How? (laughs) What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Mm -hmm. I do not understand. We publicly have someone stating, I would rather not be here. And of all the people, the Iconics, Bray Wyatt, Samoa Joe, uh, William Regal, um, Braun Strowman, that most likely would have stayed, right? They were like, well, I like being here. Let's keep this going, right? They get let go. He gets let go. They get let go. But your guy who hasn't been on television since, I think, before Thanksgiving, I can't even think of it even before then, you got to keep him. We got to keep that guy. Yeah, gotta keep but, Mustafa Ali. But but Braun, because I think it's, our... I you know, there's rumors abound that there was a uh, discrepancy over character direction. Which of course, um, if you desire to have any direction over your character in WWE, you're going to have a discrepancy with them mm-hmm. over character direction. Um, mm-hmm. And so who knows if that's true? But it sounds highly likely, right? And um, you know he probably got chippy and then was like, well, publicly requested my release. Like, so now they're kind of like, well, publicly we're in charge and we need to make sure publicly people understand we're in fucking charge. And that's how they do it. It's a boomer. It's just, it's just, it's just so stupid. I'm just so over this company and their stupid business practices where things are budget cuts, but we got to keep you, but we can't let you go. But you three who love this place got to get the fuck out of here. It's just stupid. It is nonsense. It's very stupid. Now, Mustafa Ali, I think, would have been a lot better had he been able to do some of the characters and storylines he wanted to do with the gusto maybe he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But that is not the place where that fucking happens. That's just not the place where it fucking happens. So, again, we're begging for a number three so the number one can die. So... Look, everybody, I mean, fuck it. At this point, just let's all go to Impact. I know we, we say, like, fucking you, right? Like, but fuck it. Right. Like, somebody, no, you know one. where I think MLW? I think Ali, you know, I think I thought this with Buddy Murphy, too. I think Mustafa Ali would be the best suit for New Japan. That just. Yeah, except I don't know that they do storylines all that much. Like, until oh, you're the like Bullet an established Club? big time star, right? Like, Well, but he would come in that way, right? Like him would he? and. I think so, especially with all the stuff in WWE, right? Like, cause what's his name? Uh, oh, he was a former U.S. champion. He made an appearance on AEW. His name is blanking. Uh, he was in NXT. I can't think of his name. Anyhow, he came and he was a big star. Uh, he does the GTS. Who who am I talking about? I'm talking about Rocky no. Romero? No, no, no. Um, oh, Kenta. Kenta, yes. Yeah, I couldn't think of his name. But, like, Kenta, when he came back, he was right back into the main event. So I think Ali would also be in that same state. Because it's not like a they don't need big guys, right? Like, they don't need these giant men to be their uh, main eventers. So, yeah, I think Mustafa Ali, 
could have his outlet with doing all the fun stuff he wants to do. And then the matches would be incredible with the whole roster over there. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, shit just ain't working. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Eddie Kingston will miss an estimated three to four weeks of in-ring action with a fractured orbital bone, according to AEW President Tony Khan this week during (sighs) AEW Dark tapings in Orlando. That sucks. That sucks because he was going to be on GCW this weekend against AJ Gray. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, that was going to be good. And on a show that had John Moxley and Homicide in the main event, I mean, I don't know how much. God bless America. What a kick in the dick that was. And that's for me as a fan. Like, obviously, get well soon, Eddie Kingston. That sucks for him the most. But for me as a fan, I was most intrigued by that aspect of this pay-per-view on Sunday night. And now we got to wait, possibly, if we were going to do anything at all. Um, But, yeah, just... Yeah, and that yeah. means less Eddie Kingston on Dynamite, too, so that sucks. Yeah, the whole, like, Moxley and Homicide in the same ring fighting each other with Eddie Kingston there. Just It's kind of the same around. thing Eddie Kingston's doing with Chris Jericho and the LAX guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similar, a little bit, yeah. Similar yeah. triangle. Well, with, with, with Eddie Kingston being the role of the LAX guys. Right, of, yeah, of, yeah, like yeah, he's yeah, in I the different you. role, but similar, right. like, kind of triangles-like storyline. Yeah, which, by the way... uh gfy that jericho's getting He's trying to get over yeah. look he got demo god over so i get how he thinks like i can get these initials over too but nah, that ain't rolling off the tongue homie and especially when uh john moxley's just gonna say it go fuck yourself to start off yeah. the episode when you uh, say the initials it doesn't look that great it doesn't look that good i don't know if you're gonna get that over like your wife got over the barricades at the capitol anyway hey hey, hey allegedly allegedly <laughs> I don't even know if that's allegedly. (laughs) WWE made an official comment to the Toronto Star this week that has created controversy online. Responding to a question about differences between WWE and AEW, WWE made a comment about AEW's recent street fight match featuring Anna Jay, Ty Conti, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny. WWE said, quote, If you look at the gory self-mutilation that bloodied several women in the December 31st event on TNT, it quickly becomes clear that these are very different businesses, end quote. And boy, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I like what I saw from AEW. Two things about that. One, that match was better than anything that WWE's put on since that match. And two... Credit to Max Caster for working in that mm-hmm. line in his rap in the main Which event. Which is not easy to work into a rap. No, you know what I mean? that's what I'm saying. Credit to I him. Mean, ICP is, probably does it quite a bit, but you know what I mean. You know, yeah, but Max <laughs> Caster probably has a different uh, wavelength as far as his mm-hmm. his rhyming ability goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so credit to him for working that in. Uh, but yeah, I mean WWE. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let, let's quickly talk about it real quick. So you're trying to tell me. That the fucking company who came up with Hell in the Cell is trying to now say, hey, everyone, calm down the violence. That's that's what we're saying. The Hell yeah, in the Cell guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the same guy who then has Johnny Knoxville representing Jackass Forever 
on his program is saying, hey, calm down the the gratuitous violence. Yes, right. Fucking cool. Way to go, guys. What a great company to like. Who the The guy who created the Buried Alive Mm -hmm. matches. Yeah, or the Inferno match where someone would be burned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that guy is telling you, hey, women shouldn't Mm -hmm. bleed. They can get in their bra and panties, but they shouldn't bleed. Right. The guy who engineered a... The Katie Vick storyline. Mm-hmm. Who, whose daughter said he wanted to do an incest storyline is saying, hey, calm it down. That's right. Where she had to be like, I don't want to do this. Right. He was signing off on it. Right. Mm-hmm. That guy. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Real good guy. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> One one more thing. I, okay. I got one yeah. more All thing. Right. Because All we're right. bringing up stuff from Attitude Era, right? And they even mentioned, like, well, that was the Attitude Era, and now it's 2022. You had Alexa Bliss dousing herself in gasoline not six months ago, telling Randy Orton to set her on fire. Yeah, then you had The Fiend in this, like... Yeah, getting burned alive. You had Randy Orton for one week look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah, but but hey, this, this street fight is too much. Because again, the the initially the things that we were bringing up, yeah, right. They could easily say like that was the '90s. Times have changed. Okay, cool. I get it. We've all changed. By the way. But you're doing this six months ago, seven months ago, whatever it was. Like, out of here, your bullshit. All right, now move on. Both WWE Raw and NXT 2.0 will be moved to the Sci-Fi Network for two weeks in early February, as the USA Network will instead be airing coverage of the Winter Olympics. And bring this up, Tom, Mm -hmm. uh, to make sure uh, I have have the, the stage to say here that, like, I care about raw about as much as i care about the fucking olympics because neither of these organizations do a good job of telling me any fucking stories about these quote-unquote competitions yeah reason for me to give a shit right i totally agree yeah especially with winter and you know summer you had the michael phelps thing like they could tell some decent storylines going into those sure hussein bolt right uh but this one Mm. This is just white people trying to find different ways to fall down a hill with snow on it. And so, you know, look, man, I, I, I know the Winter Olympics is the world's or the Olympics is the world's greatest athletes. Right. No. But like we're talking about skiing and then stopping real quick to shoot something like, man, I know people probably had to do that back in the 16, 1400s, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I, it's not. I don't care. Nobody well, at this cares. Point, this is the thing. So, but this is what pisses me off with the Olympics, right? So we're gonna have that, right? Like, like that's an actual event, right? It's what? What is that? Mm-hmm. The fucking biathlon or whatever? Like they yeah, ski and then they sure. fucking shoot. Mm-hmm. All right. Nobody who's gonna watch the Winter Olympics gives a fuck about that sport until the fucking Winter Olympics rolls around, and then they oh, pretend yeah. to fucking mm-hmm. care. Oh yeah. Well, the people involved in it, right? Obviously, do, but like, they just yeah. The, I know what you're saying, but that's that's just our society, right? <laughs> just we're we're the fuck. ones who will say like, "Oh man, 
the the triple lutz he he jumped too early that's why he didn't land it with both feet and like we don't never fucking put on skates before that's just how we are i just think like the olympics are fine but i'm excited to see what the numbers are for raw when they're not on the flagship hey we can always count on you having muscle memory to go to usa network then what happens right because it's uh Hey, my family turns on USA Network. We turned it on. All of a sudden, let's just say it's it's speed skating. That can be yep. exil- exciting, right? And then we go, speed skating. Oh, the Olympics are on. That's oh, new. Raw's we'll been kind keep of it boring on. lately. Yeah, we'll just keep it here. And then let's see where your ratings are, where we are so much better than AEW and all these different demographics. Okay. Let's get yeah. rid of the muscle memory, then let's see so, what happens. And just to tie it back to Raw there, it's just like... I. I think people people have said it to us. They're like, "Well, I just really only watch it for the big events now." And I'm like, "Why do you do that? Why would you? Why are you going to watch the payoff of a story that you didn't give a shit to watch?" Mm-hmm. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. Same thing I with don't. these Olympics. Like, I don't care who's the best in the world at fucking skeet shooting because I don't care about skeet shooting. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I there's fun things though, right? The long. The, like one where they go down the hill and jump as far as they can. The speed skating thing. There are thing. feats of like strength and, and, well, and athletic fun. prowess that I can't do, I guess. Which is maybe some of the extent that people, we've right. talked about. That's why people like the flips and shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, look, oh, you yeah. can do a flip. And I'm like, he can do a flip. And it's impressive because like you and I can't do a flip. But like 30% of the population can. So like, why do we give a shit? Yeah, <laughs> I wonder what the actual They can do a flip. Can, can do you a do a flip? Nope. Me neither could I. I don't know that I ever could. If I could, I didn't. I never tried. I never tried. Yeah, I'm injury prone. Yeah. yeah, keep my feet on the ground. Mm-hmm. Head in the clouds, though. Right. Where they should be. WWE filed and then abandoned an official trademark filing for the performance name of Gunther Stark that would be given to NXT superstar. Walter. A Twitter post soon surfaced where someone revealed they did a quick Google search of the name Gunther Stark and found that it matched that of a World War II naval officer for the Nazis. WWE abandoned a trademark and have seemingly dwindled down Walter's renaming to simply Gunther. Or Gunther, I didn't I don't know how they're fucking pronouncing it, but first so many things. One, he didn't need a fucking rename. Is probably let's start there, the stupidest thing, right? Mm-hmm. You would have avoided all of this. Mm-hmm. You're trying too fucking hard to fuck with things and tinker with things. You're micromanaging bullshit that doesn't need to be micromanaged. Walter could have been named whatever the fuck he wanted to when he walked in the door. It's his persona and his character that built him to what we know as Walter. You're erasing all of it. I know, and you may be right. That a lot of people watch SmackDown and watch Raw don't watch NXT. So they may not, like, know. But they've heard, I'm sure, to some extent, some of them, the name Walter. Like he's not- He's been on SmackDown. Remember with the uh, canceled flight, whatever, Saudi yeah. Arabia show? Mm-hmm. And then he wrestled on SmackDown as yeah. part of, like, a hey, we got to fill some time here. And so we've seen him. He wrestled Seth Rollins once. So, but and the thing that bothers me is like, okay, so people don't, right? If you're like, well, people watch Rollins back on, they don't watch NXT, and you go, so now they're Gunther, and people are like, I like that Gunther guy, and be like, 
man, that was another one of them NXT guys. I'm going to have to go back and watch some NXT. And then they see Walter. Like, so if, if you're playing to people who you think aren't with it and smart and kind of half think this is real or aren't really paying attention, you know what I mean, verbalizing to themselves that it's not, you're going to confuse them. You're just pissing off the people who are on the understanding, right? Like, this just doesn't make any sense. They want to be Marvel. Marvel wouldn't do this, right? Marvel wouldn't have a secondary comic book line and then be like, that character kind of works. Let's change some colors, add a fucking face helmet, and then change his fucking name. Oh. And bring him into this other comic book series. Like, it's just dumb. It feels as if. And then, but we haven't even touched the well, name <laughs> right but i but even before the name it feels as if wwe looks at a house that needs rehab right and they see broken windows and a door that's falling down and a roof that needs to be repaired and you know uh carpet that needs to be pulled up and they go you know what would be great for this house let's repaint it right now it's like do you yeah. not see all the fucking things else that you have to do with your product and that's what you have the perfect pro wrestler in my opinion the perfect heel pro wrestler he's not like outwardly buff so you don't really want to look like him right but he's strong and mean enough to beat the fuck out of any guy roman reigns brock lesnar to ray mysterio and anything else you know all between and you have his entrance where he is the a in his name walter right you had the fucking music you have imperium you have all of it it's perfect and you go nah we gotta we gotta gunther yeah. So when they say don't, you know, don't fix what isn't broken, what right. did you think was wrong with the name Walter? The only thing I can think is he brought that name. And he wants to own it. And, and they, yeah. And then he said, I'm owning this. And they're like, well, then we're changing you. But he's right. And that's the thing is this shit ain't going to work the same. It feels weird to, weird to say that, right? A rose is a rose by any other name, but like. I think this sticks in enough people's minds that it's just not going to get off. You've just passed the uncanny valley thing. I would be shocked if you told me 60% of the people didn't know who the fuck Walter is that are watching SmackDown or Raw or wherever the fuck he shows up. Right. So yeah. when you start calling him Gunther, Gunther, what the fuck ever, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. And now, the name. Mm-hmm. Two things. You're either so fucking dumb that you haven't learned to Google the names yet, which you really should have learned on your suicide squad thing, whatever the Oh, the porn name? Submission yeah. squad, whatever the fuck that was. Uh-huh. You didn't learn that lesson then. And then now, I, then I, so either that, either you're a massive idiot, or two, this was on purpose by somebody who thought they were slick. Right? And, mm -hmm. and so then, like, what the fuck? Like, well, you either have idiots working for you or you have wannabe Nazis working for you. Maybe both. Mm -hmm. But, like, I... Yeah, it's a probably a, an idiot pro-Nazi guy where it's like, my uncle loved this one guy named Gunther Starks <laughs> and doesn't realize what his uncle loved. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I, man, I gotta like, have a conversation with my uncle. I just don't. I don't know why. Walter, first of all, they love Perfect. one named characters they that's what they i'm saying <laughs> he was the perfect package for wwe everything God. about him was great maybe put pants on him that's the only thing i could think that you would want to change because you know 
the whole wearing the underwear thing i can understand but like other than that he's the perfect wwe heel i just don't understand it's the dumbest thing yeah the i really thing. don't get it either but hey, they no, are we'll move on. they're the dumbest we move on we will have one last thing here Sami Zayn re-signed with WWE this week per a report from Fightful. Zayn reportedly expressed desire to remain private about the details of the contract. Yeah, I'm not shocked once we heard his best friend in life re-sign there. Mm -hmm. um, and I know, again, I, I know we, <laughs> we don't have any faith in any of the current companies that could become the third. And we don't want any more going to the second. Right, the same dilution problems, mm -hmm. but again, this is where I'm saying, "Fuck it, let's just all impact." Right? Like I, I would have preferred him somewhere else. Now he, yeah, he provides a bright spot sometimes, though, in an otherwise dull show. Yeah, like if you're gonna say, "Hey, here's the trade-off: WWE's never going to go away," then at least I would say, "Well, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn." If I see, if I'm flipping through and I see, "Hey, up next." Uh, Sami Zayn with his conspiracy theory segment. I'm gonna go. Well, what's that? Let's see it. Right? Like they are bright spots in an otherwise abysmal company. I would say though, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, seem like reasonable people. Seem like they have a good head on their shoulders. You see a lot of the things that Sami Zayn does for uh, Syria for Sami or Sami for Syria uh, with his mobile clinics and things like that that you would maybe look at who he's fucking working for and be like, maybe I shouldn't be here, right? We just talked about the Nazi thing, right? So they're either too dumb or they're Nazis. Either way is pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, guys, I get it. Money, it's comfortable. You've been there for years now. I understand. But, ah, come on. I can't really take your whole Martin Luther King quotes Sami Zayn that talk about the evil of capitalism and then you're like but I'm re-signing with WWE well, and and I mean I just yeah they were some of the like before the crew that I say like made AEW right your Kenny Omegas your Cody Rhodes your Young Bucks mm -hmm. went and finally were like we don't need that machine to do what we mm -hmm. do those were the like the biggest indie name guys, right? Like they were mm -hmm. the guys doing it without Kevin WWE Steen, was those two, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? I, and I just, uh, I just feel well, like and also, uh, also so on top again, of that, like, I know we don't want ahead. people in AEW, but like I don't mind if they're there and maybe we push some lowers out. You know, right? What I, mean? like, I, I understand. I, I just uh, again, and I don't know him. I've never met him. I adore him as far as character. I loved him as a babyface in NXT. I love him as a heel in SmackDown and Raw and all of that stuff. I think he does, again, a bright spot in otherwise abysmal company. But also, isn't he the guy that can't go to the Saudi Arabia shows? Right. Like, that's the company you want to work for? Again, maybe there's more information that I don't know. But from an outsider's perspective... Man, your company that you work for is willing to make a deal where you're not allowed to be a part of it. And that's right. where you re-signed? Yeah. I, I don't know, it feels... That's hard. That's hard to be it like, does. It good for you. I know. Especially knowing that, like, there's options. I know we say, 
AEW shouldn't sign any more people. They would sign. They Kevin would sign Steen those two and, in and, a heartbeat. And Elgin yeah. go tomorrow, right? Same yeah. thing, whatever. Sea of varsity blondes. Sea acclaimed. We got to yeah. make room. Because Tony Khan has said that, right? He's like, listen, I hear people saying like you shouldn't keep signing all these people, but like, in what world would do you live where you would own a wrestling company? And see that like CM Punk and Daniel Bryan are available, and not sign those right. guys. Like if you were running mm-hmm. a team, yeah. you would never say that. Yeah, exactly. And right. and they would find the room to unfortunately kick some of the lower talent to the curb. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's all the news stories. Then uh, let's uh, let's transition then to. Hashtag tweet the table unless you got any news stories that I failed to get. No, I don't. I, you know, look, we kind of went down a rabbit hole of suck there for a moment. So let's hear from the fans and get back to table nation fun with hashtag tweet the table. Use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter when it's not broken. We broke it earlier, but uh, it's actually up now. We're we're live on it now. Uh, Use hashtag tweet the table. We'll read them live on the show. And we're going to do that right here, kicking it off with one of our longtime fans and listeners and, and viewers. Katie First, lady, she says, great to have John Moxley back. Dude looking healthier than he's ever been. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah. And he said, fuck you to a guy and told him to get the hell out. As he should. As he fucking should. Can we talk about the guy first off and then we can get into all the awesome mm-hmm, promo? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, look, longtime listeners of this podcast will know I've put my foot in my mouth one million times. I'm going to do it one million more times as we continue this podcast. I sometimes tell ill advised jokes, say dumbass things. It's all meant to be a haha, right? But sometimes it doesn't come off right. However, who in their right mind would say hey the returning john moxley coming back from rehab deserves a get this trash out of the ring yeah, comment whatever the fuck he said yeah. where in in anyone's mind are, are they thinking this will get me over or this will get me a laugh like both of them make you look stupid yeah and john moxley did it right like credit to him he didn't go like Hey, be nice to that guy. Maybe I am a piece of trash. No, he's like, go fuck yourself, right? Like, that's what he deserved. And that guy, I hopefully did get kicked out and get out of this community, right? Like, go to WWE. They like fucking Nazis. We're, we're not about that shit here in AEW. And I'm an AEW mark. Whatever. I'll say we. Get them the fuck out of here. Go to WWE. They like Nazis. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Apparently. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> Oops, never mind. We don't want that trademark. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> fucking WWE. All right, we'll move on. At Devil Vamp says, How the fuck did Cody Rhodes turn into fucking Roman Reigns? I don't understand. What the fuck is going on with AW? I'm so confused. Why does everyone hate Cody Rhodes? Come on, people. He's working hard. Hashtag tweet the table. The working hard part. I get he is working hard understand and so is roman reigns and i don't think anybody's ever knocked that we've never said like these ways like like they'll knock a part-timer for that mm-hmm. they've never said that about these two i think what they've said is like you, the things you're like you have a bit of an inflated ego and like it's like yeah you're cool but we never thought you were like the guy and they're like no you're the guy and both of those characters have done that right like they've been like he's the guy and we went 
I mean, he's a guy. And they go, no, 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 no. He's the guy. And we went, no, he's a guy, right? And that's where I think it, the breakdown is. So I want to hear your comments because I personally love this promo. I love both of them. Again, I love the John Moxley promo. That was more of a shoot. Uh, you know, the scars I thought was very good talking about outwardly and inwardly. And then I love the comment where he says, uh, now the only thing I do is drink blood. Cause mm-hmm. I'm coming after mm-hmm. everyone love that. But now going into the Cody promo, uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I did think like he could have easily let that crowd, which was the weirdest crowd in AEW history. I felt overtake him and then become a ronda rousey where he's just kind of standing there and looking wide eye but he worked his ass off to get them to start like getting them on his side so what did you think though i mean i just think like it turned for me a bit like i was i was fine with it but like a thing that sticks out to me is like you know you know why i'm not gonna turn heel it's because and then he went on a reason to say what because and like it it did like no justice to serving as the like why you won't right it didn't make any sense and it was just like you're just mad that it came across as like you're upset that people don't think you're the guy like you're not like Mm -hmm. mad upset like fuck you guys how dare you you're still like come on guys like come on love me and that's where i think it's it's failing a little bit as well i think it feels a little desperate coming from him i think he's fine i think he's good but I just think, like, he really wants to be viewed like his father was as, like, the every man gets behind me. And the every man isn't going to get behind you when you show up in a three-piece fucking suit. You're Ric Flair. You're not Dusty Rhodes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, little difference. With less charisma. Right. Yeah, with right, less charisma. Because, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, he doesn't have that, right? He doesn't have the everyone stops and looks at him walking yeah. into the room kind of like I'm cheering for Cody Rhodes and matches and stuff. Like I, I, I think the character's fine. He's doing a great job at it. I just don't think he's like the Hogan, the Austin, the. And I think that right. really needs to be for his soul or something, right? Like it's yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. It is hard, mm-hmm. I, I, especially if you're like, that's my goal, and I'm here, and I've attained it, but no one else thinks I've attained it, right? It's like Kevin Durant, who finally won the championship, but he joined the Golden State Warriors. I'm like, no, a, fuck off. You, of a, that. you know what I mean? Comparison. Right, it does uh, feel very much like Kevin Durant, where it's like, uh, right now you could you could argue Cody's a top five player right now in all of pro wrestling, right? And he wants that recognition, but it's but I think because he's like, right, guys, we're all like, fuck off, man, you don't get to say it, we say it, (laughs) right? Exactly, (laughs) and that's the thing, and Mm -hmm. yeah, to your point, it, it. you know, now that you say it, it, it does open my eyes to a different angle where it does kind of sound desperate, right? The <laughs> you guys need to understand, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it sounded like the, I'm holding my ground. You guys oh, need sure. to either get on board yeah, or get fine. off. But yeah. it, when I hear it from your point of view, yeah, maybe it is desperate, yeah, right? Maybe yeah. it is a little <laughs> bit like, hey guys, please. Now, a couple things I wanted to talk about about this promo because this was where the money was i thought of the episode this is where the talking points come up uh one he mentions the the gunther name. yeah uh, name buddy, he said. yeah <laughs> two the one shot that he took that i thought was unwarranted was as he followed up the brody king name and this is the reason why brody king was brody king when brody lee was brody lee was brody it wasn't lee, as right. if brody king said Hey, I'm going to yeah. take advantage of my favorite wrestler, Brody Lee, and I'm going to be Brody King. And you know then what I you mean? You would have been doing the same thing 
you yeah, were exactly. just shitting on them for, right? right? If you would have been like, well, we've got to change your name, right? Like, right. Yeah. But he's like, um, the balls that he has. Again, Cody, maybe Cody doesn't know who Brody King is. Maybe he thought that that's what he did, but it's like. Uh, well, it's that other nah, moment man. that felt desperate for me was the one when he's like, before this guy was, before the forbidden door was open, I was the one kicking it open. It was like, just because you left doesn't mean you kicked open a forbidden door. You were not like WWE's guy going around and doing other things. You were just one of the first, like, who are now a big star to have said, I don't need WWE to get there. So, mm-hmm. like, he does deserve credit for that. And we had always given him credit for that. I think the moment he oh. made that decision, we were like, this is going to be good for his career. Oh, when he made the list, remember when he wrote down the mm-hmm. list of the guys he wanted to work with? Yep. I mean, that's now a thing in WWE that people all are well, he referenced a thing that. in the independence. I think he's yeah. even said, like, they're copying my playbook, and that's fine. That's great. Right. And, and he does deserve credit. I think I think what he said there was was true, right? CM Punk said all this stuff, but I actually fucking did it. Mm-hmm. But again, to your point, and what I'm starting to come around on is, let us tell you that, right? Mm-hmm. Let us tell you. It's like laughing at your own joke, right? I've done it a million times. But like, if I was like, yeah, that was a great joke, huh? And everyone's like, yeah. not really. And we're like, no, you guys are not, you guys don't understand humor. You know? So and the thing is, like, like you said, let us tell you that, or else we're just not going to want to feel like we're like, you know, you're going to begrudgingly get that mm-hmm. acceptance from us. <clears throat> the thing is, the proper thing to do is when you deserve it and you're not getting it, is then you flip the bitch switch and you mm-hmm. demand it and you command it. And then we will be like, fuck yeah. Like, that's the thing is like him saying, you know why I'm not going to turn heel blah, blah, is what you're saying is like, you know why I'm not going to give you what you want is because I think you should want it another way. Well, then fuck you then. I don't want it your way. So now I'm right. not cheering you and we're probably going to boo mm-hmm. you. Sorry, that's how the game is played. And it's kind of been played that way for fucking 20 some years that I can remember being a wrestling fan and even beyond it even. Yeah. I mean, you know, John Cena kind of flipped the script there where they we said, hey, boo and they go nah you mean yay and then now that's a new thing right now we've Mm -hmm. just taken that john cena thing and just ran with it right back in the day when Shawn michaels would get booed but he would get cheered three months down the line dx came about right like they listened now it's the cool thing not to listen right and yeah if we don't like it and you tell us go fuck ourselves then we're gonna say Okay, then I'll turn the channel. Well, like you better lean into that. You better lean in and tell me go fuck yourself, right? Well, Do but like if you're board. just gonna continue it, what you're gonna get is less people watching, and then you're gonna be like, I don't get it, and you're like, you never were self aware, and so right. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You are saying go fuck yourself. You're just mm-hmm. saying it like go fuck yourself instead right. of go fuck yourself and that's what we would like and then we're like like, that's what we would want right he's a bad boy right yeah that's why i don't want to shit on the guy i don't want to like the guy like if he were listening Mm -hmm. right now and i know he's watching Mm -hmm. uh thanks cutie cutie yeah Uh, ah get the cutie marshall on next week Um, love you cutie we like i don't even know what i was going but like just like i I don't want him to think that like we don't like like i want to boo him now because like like you said like i i don't dislike the character and i don't like or don't dislike the the promos he's giving and i can get behind all of it and it all fits like face is doing all this it's just the it's that it's it's noticeable that like he's really like i, I want you guys to mm-hmm. cheer me like i'm right hang yeah man, I, if yeah you will. 
perfect yeah i am not at the point i will cheer him i i, I think of him as a mid-card guy even though the tnt championship he said is a top title it, whatever, i don't know how right? many times they're going to keep saying that nobody thinks that you know everybody one thinks, that. thinks it's the same it's the intercontinental <laughs> championship for them right same, um yeah but uh I will cheer him as a mid-card guy, but he wants the cheers of the top guy. And it's just like, it's not going to happen. And so I'm not of the of the mindset that I need to boo him because it's cool to boo him. We have made our voices known. Now, as the AEW community, we need to Bo Dallas him, right? If he comes out, let's get our newspapers up and turn our back and say, like, you're not interesting. Well, and you, you know, know what, what I mean? works so great with that? the Bo Dallas character that came out of that. Right. And maybe that's what they do, but like, that's what we need to do as a crowd is say like, we're tired of the boo. Yay. Shit. That's whatever. If we honestly don't like it, right. If you're going to boo to be cool and boo, go fuck yourself. But if you're like, this is bad, then be silent or turn your back or turn the channel. Like that's what gets changed. Not this anymore. Like, nah, not anymore. Again, you can do it to then, elicit a change in the character but if they put their foot down then the next step is to turn it off yeah you gotta go crickets. now now with all that being said next week ladder match beach break in the middle of winter let's not talk about that part who you got sammy guevara cody or cody or does sammy and cody goes to wwe ah I mean, Royal again, the next week. if he's saying he's not going to turn heel, but then he goes to the WWE, like that's turning heel <laughs> in my mind, right? If you leave AEW and go WWE, you, you better show up on WWE as a heel because that's what I think of you as, especially a guy like Cody Rhodes' position. Mm -hmm. I don't Interesting. know. Interesting. But you got, you got Cody. Yeah, I got Cody. I got Sammy. I'm going Sammy. Maybe. I, look, Sammy would probably need it more. So, oh, they can yeah, work a way that Sammy does something to make us be like, oh, shit. Oh, because he is in no man's land right now, mm -hmm. right? Like, right. the inner circle thing we'll talk about maybe where they're kind of in turmoil. Uh, he's an interim champ, which we've never had in this company. So, what does that even mean? If he loses that, what happened? Yeah, he's kind of, he needs this way more. Cody can yeah. then use the loss as whatever he wants to do, right? right. So, oh. Yeah. Especially if you return and heel, use the people laughing mm -hmm. at him. So, I mean, mm -hmm. hey, far be it from decade long wrestling fans to tell you how to, what they like. <laughs> All right. At Kitty Verse Lady says, Wardlow is going to give MJF the single biggest ass kicking ever. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And man, is when he? that day comes, I don't know if that day's coming yet, but when that day comes, man, I, God. I feel like they could, right? MJF could sell for this guy and make him look like he's fucking throwing him around the arena in one of the most memorable fashions, I think, that we've ever seen. I, so, AEW has yet, and maybe they have, and I'm not thinking of it, but top of mind, AEW has yet to do a huge swerve, right? It's this, 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 this. Psych! It, now, the MJF inner circle thing was a swerve but that was like you knew he was up to something oh shit we didn't know it was this right we didn't know it was the pinnacle yeah we knew he was going to turn on the on we the didn't know if he was turning on jericho or right. inner circle yeah we didn't know the whole right. details but we knew something was gonna happen but with this what if this is the first swerve in AEW where 
we're going down this road. Yep, uh-huh. Look on all these little crumbs. Wardlow's going to turn on MJF. The moment comes, MJF has the upper hand on CM Punk. The ref is down. Then CM Punk gets up. He could then, you know, get his uh, revenge. Wardlow, being the good BFF to MJF, powerbomb CM Punk. Oh, yeah. And then no, they, don't get wrong. you know. I- it might not happen now, but I feel like someday you think we're getting Wardlow fucking throwing MJF around. Like if it's I, a year oh, from now, even right. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I'm just thinking yeah. with this current CM Punk no, this current storyline. No, in fact, even I could see them doing away with Sean Spears in some sort of fashion. Like he kind of Wardlow's pissed, and MJF has to sell Sean Spears out to kind of be like, "Holy shit, this guy almost killed me." <laughs> like, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I gotta keep Wardlow happy. Lamb. Right? right, yeah, I gotta keep Wardlow happy, so Sean Spears gotta go. Yeah, I could see that. I yeah. just think you weren't a good accountability buddy. It's not Wardlow's fault. He's dumb. You yeah. were supposed to be the smart, right? And then Wardlow's still like, "Hey, motherfucker!" Right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm what? Yeah. I just think, I think this is gonna be a swerve where we think he's gonna turn, and then nope, he doesn't. That's my gut. Okay. All right. All because right. Tony Khan again, he hasn't broken up any big factions right inner circles been around yeah. since day one pinnacle still around hardy family still around uh i know they kicked out hangman from the elite but that wasn't like a turn that was like a you know just kind of a we have to do this kind of thing and then they turned heel but like he does things different so i don't know we'll see yeah we'll see all right at devil vamp says seriously i would love to see charlotte versus serena deep what a fucking match they could put on let these women shoot hashtag tweet the table well now shooting hold on I, yeah, that entirely different scenario i i don't have any thought process either you know how to like actually fight i mean maybe serena right deep, yeah you know what i mean um i don't know but <clears throat> like that's a different scenario I, I still, I know a lot of people build up Charlotte, and she's very good. She's very good in the ring. She can tell a very good story good. in the ring. Her facial expressions are good. Her timing's good. But mm-hmm. her her fucking matches are still formulaic, right? She's going to do that fucking backwards cartwheel off the top of the fucking ring post. Mm-hmm. She's going to do her goddamn figure eight, whatever the fuck they called that thing. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not like she's groundbreaking anymore, right? If, if, if Yeah, I, I understand. That, right? I understand, so, yeah. So, like, sure, yes. That would be great, but I'm not to this level excited that Devil Vamp would be, I think, at it. But Serena Deeb, I am always that level excited about, right? Because Serena Deeb is fucking murderous. Serena Deeb should be on, like, one of those Netflix documentaries about Mm -hmm. serial killers. But she's so professional about it, though. That's the thing I like. It's all, it's not, it's not Abaddon, right? Where it's this demented, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh. Uh, what was that one movie, uh, Psycho, right, Where, with um, uh, Christian Bale? Was that the yeah. movie? Yeah. I think so. Or, yeah. That was it's, a remake it, of an old one, right? Like Yeah, American Psycho. That's what oh, it was. American, American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Where it's like he's wearing a suit. Every, he looks normal. He's walking amongst us. But right? he's fucking nuts. And, and I think that's the detail that we like about Serena Deeb. I still feel like they're doing the, the professor of professional wrestling, like Dean Malenko, which is fine. But I think what we like but about her not. is, man, yeah. she's uh, she's really ramming that knee into the ground. You feels know what I mean? Like what? Like it feels like early Ringmaster, right? Like right before Steve Austin figured out mm-hmm. Steve Austin, like this mm-hmm. was his character, right? Like yeah. just 
open the curtain, walk into the ring, staring you down, devouring a body part or whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. just demoralizing, crushing, and just intent to harm, right? Like just going to maim you. So what do we do with her? That's the question, right? So we have Britt Baker as our women's champion. We have Jade Cargill as a TBS champion. Yeah. People are chanting for her, right? When she beat up Sky Blue last night, there was no Sky Blue chance. It was all Serena Deeb chance. Yeah, the w- issue is I, I don't think you can like put her on a hot streak right now for the reason of you have two heel champions, right? Like these prime four faces to be on a hot streak. It kind of lends to what you're saying. Like you kind of need one of each, if at all possible. I mean, you can't be too formulaic, right? But I think when you do get a female champion, like she's great as like a a challenger that that's hard for them to get over where you're kind of like, Ooh, I don't know. Right. I think, um, I think, but you turn I wouldn't her... mind her having a title run either. You know, what right. I mean? That's what I'm like, saying. I, I think yeah. you turn her face, keep her the mm. same and have Britt Baker run for her life, throwing chairs and Jamie and all the people in front of her as this, like, I got to get out of here. And like you said, Serena Deeb is just singular focused. I'm going to, so I think the only thing holding you back from that is what is going to like, what is going to put the fire under people to be like, fuck yeah, Serena Deeb, get these people, right? Like, because we like Britt Baker, we like Jamie Hayter, we like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think this is different if you're going with, like, Jade Cargill, right? Like, one of those where mm-hmm. that's the heel. We don't like the heel, but now they're getting yeah. one over on the face, right? It's just Jade Cargill right now. Again, if we're using Not Kirk, a good match could... for this one right now. Right? Yeah, Jade Cargill yeah. could get rolled up by someone else and we could do this with someone else but yeah jade cargill right. i mean you put those two girls together it's like hey yeah. serena you might be a psycho mean, like, killer like a heel that like we're actually not like the whole dmd clan's a, a cool heel that's an nwo style right. heel mm-hmm. right we need an actual heel for this deep character penelope ford that yep. would be a perfect bunny that would be a great one the bunny yeah. yep all yeah. those yep perfect yeah. all right final tweet the table this is a reminder use hashtag tweet the table we'll read them just like at mm-hmm. katie first a lady, she says, I know, I know that Lita said she didn't have a Royal Rumble during her time in the company. What, did she forget that she competed in the first one in 2018? Hashtag SmackDown, hashtag Tweet the Table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, they have or to she didn't, forget that. Or she didn't, and the writer did, and she has to be told what to say. You know what I mean? I just... Well, and just what are we like, doing? what are we doing, Tim? What are we doing like with this say, company? I would like to say that we know that the problem with this storyline is that we know Lita's not going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. But given WWE's track history over recent years, we don't know that. Hey, we got picks in <laughs> next week. We got picks. Edge next week. won the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking Triple H won one a few years ago. Yeah, he won the title out of it. Remember? I, Roman put yeah. his t- title up. That was a cool, cool yeah. concept. So, like, it, Lita could win this if they think, like, that would be a ratings pop. Everybody mm-hmm. would be like, Lita's back. Is she? I, yeah. I Look, there's no... There's no Becky Lynch on a hot streak 
female right now. They had that for a moment in time with uh, with Bianca Belair, but then they've kind of shit the bed since she lost the title at SummerSlam. There's, there's, yeah, Lita would not shock me. I would not be shocked if that's our if that's our winner for 2022. Yikes! Well, I'm sure we'll do picks for that. That's not. We don't have to do that now, right? That's not. No, next week. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Well, then, use hashtag tweet the table. Get in your picks for the Royal Rumble, so we'll read those next week. But, Tom, let's talk about something more fun. Let's talk about yeah, let's Yeah, let's hit some Yeah, let's mm-hmm. hit some highlights from AEW Dynamite. And then we also want to talk a little bit about the GCW pay-per-view this weekend. Uh, so some other, you know, news and notes that we missed from Tweet the Table that we want to talk about. The opening match from AEW uh, Dynamite. Mixed tag. It was Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking an on boom adam cole baby uh those who were taking on yeah with we're taking on uh the boop alien chris statlander and orange cassidy this was a great match i thought for a mixed tag this Mm -hmm. had all all the fun and all the seriousness it was great they did well and again i think the chemistry's here obviously you have a husband and wife team who are both Mm -hmm. very seasoned professional wrestlers boyfriend Uh, girlfriend but basically husband oh yeah boyfriend girlfriend um And then I think Statlander and the OC, I think like, you know, I mean, they've all been working together for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that was great. It was all crafted well, choreographed well, like all the spots. My favorite spot was when he does that, you know, his move, whatever. And then like Orange Cassie kicks out and he's like, what the fuck? And yeah, she's like, looking. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, what the hell? Like, like, I don't know. I don't fucking work. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I don't fucking know. Like, damn it, right. Fuck? Yeah. That was great. I like Love also it. the, uh, the slow kicks that Orange Cassidy does to Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah. She's like, are you fucking serious? This is the thing that we love about this guy. Like, yeah. yeah the, the, yeah. the, well, and, and again, like she had, we keep talking about this. Like people keep finding a unique way to fuck with him on that and so she stomps mm-hmm. on his fucking foot i like that yeah she does a stomp of what she does as a finisher now here's the question i have for you next week again each break in the middle of winter uh we're gonna do a lights out match well, wouldn't you need a beach break in the middle of winter let's hop on a plane and go to the beach take a break and we're going we're going to cleveland for that because that's yeah. where the you show been is. to a cleveland beach ever <laughs> let alone in the winter <laughs> yeah, exactly. okay all right um hold so, on pause did you see, uh, since you know, NFL uh, playoffs are going on right now, go Chiefs. Hey, um, go Chiefs. Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals said the reason he thinks the Bengals didn't have a huge COVID outbreak is because there's nothing to do in Cincinnati. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> what are you going to do in Cincinnati fucking, or Cleveland? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I can't hate that guy now. All right. <laughs> yeah, no offense, heavy set, Justin. Uh, no offense. Well, he's Cleveland, no offense. I think. He's a Cleveland guy. He probably hates Cincinnati. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Cincinnati. Oh, fuck yeah. Cincinnati, right? But right. John Moxley, we love you. Uh, so, if you're here, you're go watching Chiefs. this. Yeah, go Chiefs. Um, so, yeah, next week, lights out. It's a lights out match, which is a little bit different. But it's going to be Orange Cassidy versus Adam Cole. One, do you think a lights out match is warranted for this feud? And two, who do you got? Hmm. I don't know that a lights out is warranted for this feud. I don't feel like that it's, it's too there. Early. I know what they did with the Britt Baker went through the table that sure. pissed off Adam Cole, but you got the win. If they didn't right. get the win and Britt Baker goes through the table, you and me lights out. Got that. But you keep winning and you keep calling. It's like you're punching down this entire well, time. Just, and lights out again. It's too quick on the draw. This is only you just got mad 10 match seconds before the match ended and now mm-hmm. you're still mad, so like we're rolling into it's still to me like 
it, it's way too soon. Like you should have another mm. match where you're trying to get after him, right? Like a no holds barred or something, right? Like or ca- steel cage match, right? Give mm-hmm. me a steel cage match with him so he can't run. You know what I mean? He can't do a stupid fucking you but, know, junk or whatever. And then that he finds a way out of that, right? He's he super cools himself out of the cage somehow. And now mm-hmm. Adam Cole is pissed. All right, fuck it, lights yeah, out. Because that's the thing is. Adam Cole keeps coming out on top of each of these matches and each of these uh, exchanges. So I don't understand why he keeps wanting to beat him up. If Orange Cassidy made the challenge, I think it would make more sense. Uh, But yeah, here's the thing, though. I think I got Orange Cassidy. I think we're going to see the first loss for Adam Cole. But because it's a lights out match, it doesn't count. Mm. Huh? Because Britt Baker lost to like Thunder that. Rosa, but and it, it didn't gives, count. It gives a nice. Because, again, Orange Cassidy, I think, with that comedy spot, takes a lot of L's, right? Right. Even so though they he said he win. had the most wins uh, in AW over 2021, I think, is what they said yeah. on the damn broadcast. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, he's always mm-hmm. on uh, Dark and right, Elevation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah I think he's going to win, but because it's not on the record book, Adam Cole is still going to be undefeated, baby. Like it. I like it. All right, so then after that, we talked about some good old CM Punk and uh, Sean Spears, 30 seconds. That was silly and fun. Uh, yeah, except, I, like, I mean, the 30 seconds aspect, right? Like, Sean Spears, poor guy. But I think that's great, right? He thinks he's the muscle before you get to MJF. You got to go through me. Uh-huh. Ah, shit. And then he gets back up and he goes, before you get through MGF, you gotta get him. God damn, you know, like I like that. That's his his character because, like, yeah, he 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 orgasms looking at a chair. Fuck this guy, right? Like he shouldn't be fucking credible. Uh, so I thought it was yeah, but he that... like he can be dangerous with a, with a swinging oh, chair once in a while to your right, plans, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, you know, a, a broken clock's you know right twice a day, but. Uh, yeah, I love like Trump was the presidency. All... Yeah, easy. Uh, but I also think like it proved that CM Punk doesn't struggle with everyone too, right? Because all of these matches have been, you know, Wardlow. He barely got out with the skin of his teeth. All these other uh, powerhouse Hobbs, things like that. So it was good to finally see like, oh, okay. So CM Punk's actually decent. He can actually win a match or two, right? So I like that part. Um, so yeah, it was a fun, good spot. I thought, uh, but the continuation of the feud. Um, as we keep going with again news and notes, House of Black. Mm. So I don't know if they're known as House of Black because they said they were members of House of Black. They're members of the like House that? of Black, but they called them um, the Kings of something. Kings of kings the Black of, Forest or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, Kings <laughs> of the Black Hills or something like that. Uh, let me see if I can find that. But they take on the Varsity Blondes. They beat the shit out of them. Yeah, I liked how. Brian Pillman Jr. couldn't do the rope spot because of the traumatic experience he had last week. That's good storytelling. Credit yeah, to him for that doing is. that. That is. Well, because even his partner, the Griff guy, was like, the fuck are what? you doing, man? And he's like, I can't fucking... look, man. I failed, and I don't want to get knocked out again. Fucking wore fucking antlers in the ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the so entrance, what do you think? by the way, for that. Yeah. It's fucking cool. That was ominous. That was cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, excited. But then, I mean, immediately we roll into Pac. Like, hey, man, you want to play with the dark arts? I got you, but I'm still like, I ain't the one. <laughs> He's like, you ain't fucking, you think you got everybody fucking twisted, boy. I'm about to get in your shit and love it. 
God, loved it. That was that. I think I'm, this is the most I've been excited for Pac ever. Yeah, because Pac is crazy. Pac mm-hmm. is a bastard, right? Like, well, that's what he said. He was like, "You might have, you might be, you know, mind games or whatever." Like, whatever he was alluding mm-hmm. to. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, "You can get people's heads and fuck with them." But like, cool, great, cool story, bro. Can't get to me. Bastard right. ain't the yep. one, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, are you not a good? I see? can Look do that shit. better than you, right? Yeah. Like, so here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now, lovely. now, do you think we get a payoff of him, Pac, versus Malachi Black, or do you think this is Death Triangle with Pinta and Pac taking on Brody King and Malachi Black? You think this is a tag match, or you think? Oh yeah, because Phoenix singles? is out for a while, huh? Phoenix is out, right? So you think we're doing tag Unless, this way, or, you th- or maybe Pac? joins the house of black so that's been a rumor i've read that a few different spots is the the mist is going to make him join just like julia hart i think it was on elevation Mm. she got a little bit weird where after the varsity blondes won before dynamite she was clapping and both of them were like is she fucking okay and she's like yeah yeah, if like the mist has a slow burn effect right like Mm -hmm. kind of what they did with alexa bliss right Uh, in wwe where like she went a little crazy after the fiend Oh, yeah, but like that, how the right? Fiend would mm-hmm. touch you or like you would go into right. a program with the Fiend and afterwards you'd be a completely different person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the mist should be, well, fuck, all of a sudden now it's in my bloodstream. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Hey, this kind of yep. feels good. Yeah, I'm going to choke you. What? <laughs> right. Oh, over okay. real quick. Yeah. Fucking eye goes black and, you know. All right, so now uh, I want to talk about a segment that I didn't think was bad, but I'm going to bring up an overall point of my frustration with dynamite and maybe even to a bigger extent, AEW. So then we get Frankie Kazarian taking on Lance Archer, Lance Archer squashes him. One thing first, uh, Frankie Kazarian, no longer known as the elite hunter because he never hunted anything well. And then also it was, Hey, you know, it, Frankie Kazarian. That's what he's. That's what Justin Roberts says. You know it, Frankie Kazarian. I'm not kidding. Wait, hold on, that's what he said. I didn't catch you that. You know it. Yeah, you know it, Frankie Kazarian. And so that's what we're doing, with Frankie Kazarian. But my point is this: Lance Archer, ten minute match, I think it was, which I thought was a little bit too long to build up a monster. Lance Archer beats Frankie Kazarian, and then we get Hangman coming out to save Frankie Kazarian from a beatdown. And that, that's the that's it. What we get from our world champion is three and a half minutes. And this is the problem I have with AEW. Like, you have so much great shit. You really do. I love all of it, right? But, like, Hangman is your champion. And we're getting... It feels like CM Punk with the WWE title where he was the mid-card guy, but you're calling him the champ. Yep. Like, you've got to present... Yep hangman like a goddamn champion and yeah, that's not great. his fault you know what it's i mean like it's a great analogy yeah yeah that fits very well because yeah, he's a mid-card thing, guy right now the thing with kazarian too is like the elite hunter thing was because they put down christopher daniels and he was on literal tears having mm-hmm. a fucking panic breakdown and couldn't beat up anyone one of the greatest fucking promos i think i'd ever seen that guy do and now we've heard nothing about Christopher Daniels ever. Kazarian <laughs> yeah. is like, you know it. Like, no, I don't know it. I forgot well, that guy existed. Well, because, again, it kind of feels like schizophrenia television where mm-hmm. 
it's one thing to be like, wow, this is unpredictable. It keeps on moving. And that is the sweet spot. And it's hard. I'm not trying to say it's fucking easy, right? And they want to let the artist be the artist and let them have say over what they do. But, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. And you only got two hours and my champion cowboy shit is getting less time than Chris Jericho. Cause the I mean, come that, on now. Like, the thing with the elite hunter thing, the reason why, like you have to have some control, right? Like we want people to do what they want. You know, they say we're not scripting stuff. Okay. But like, so Frankie Kazarian did this elite hunter. It didn't take off. We killed it. We moved on. No harm, no foul. But the next person who wants to do a storyline like that. Now we've got to get a little bit more creative and, and, and work around so it's not a carbon copy. Whereas we didn't have to do that if you would have just not let Kazarian do that because you knew you weren't going to let. Cause we said this at the time. That storyline needs to be one where somebody goes after like a top dog. It, has, it needs to be a mm-hmm. prominent storyline or a title storyline, right? Yeah. And that was never going to be with Frankie mm-hmm. Kazarian. Everybody knew that. Even right. Frankie Kazarian knew that. Well, so, at least like, he thought he was going to get up to Kenny Omega, but then Kenny Omega would right. overtake him. You know well, what I mean? Like do the storyline. We just kept calling him the thing, and that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but then we the, get to the minimum. but oh. the insert faction name Hunter is a great storyline. But now you kind of oh, it's perfect. But now you kind of yeah. did it. Yeah, and but who's going to do it, it again? But right, you didn't do it. Right. Yeah. So then we get to the main event, and Sting, Darby Allen. Versus the acclaim. I didn't like this. Look, I love Sting. Yeah. I got a stinger splash, so you know I loved it. Like out of a t- out of a, just a standalone match itself, thought it was great. However, I believe the rankings, the acclaimed is the number one contender or top five, I think for sure. Right? Yeah, I think so. And it doesn't look great when the sixty-two-year-old Sting can go two-on-one and hold his own. With your number one ranked tag team, right? So, like, that's not a great move. And again, I kind of felt like we already did this match when Sting and Darby Allen took out the Ass Boys a month ago, right? Like, why are we sacrificing hey. Ass Boys and the Acclaim? We got and an all Ass Boys teams? segment on Dynamite, and that was good, right? Yeah, I was gonna m- mention that. Yeah. Uh, they beat up Christian to get their shot at, at, at Jurassic Express. Credit to them. I thought that was a good way. Hey, and you know what? If you even want to just, before the, the tag team title match, if you just want to do a six-man tag and throw in Billy Gunn and Christian and just have a little Billy Gunn-Christian little spot, wouldn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I'm getting at is, like, I love, again, and Sting did awesome in this match, right? Dove yeah. from the fucking uh, uh, announcer's booth on a, to a table. He was, I mean, 62 years old. He's bumping like he's 30, right? Yeah. In his 40s. He's bumping like he's in his 40s. Yeah. You know? And uh, it's just like, what are we doing, though, with our tag team division when it's the acclaim gets taken out two on one and then Darby does come in. But, like, they get taken out. Ass Boys gets taken out. FTR got taken out, right? It's like, at what point are we sacrificing these teams yeah. for Look, Sting? We all understood Sting was... We market Sting as a not only top five guy, but top five of all time. So it would stand mm-hmm. to reason, like, even at 60, he can come in and throw some fucking hands around. But, like... Not two-on-one. Not two-on-one against all of your top-ranked teams. Right. Like, now you've really... Like, that's never believable. Even in the stage where we're like, Tom Brady is is 
You know what I mean? Is the best quarterback. But, like, if you put him up against the all-star team defense, he's not going to do so well. Right. And now, right? Like, it's just. And and also, you know, you could do that once a year, right? Sting comes out of the, the shadows to take on FTR and beats FTR with Darby Allen once a year. But we, I mean, we didn't do this that long ago where he got the pop. Yeah, they don't know what else to do with Sting. That's yeah. And I, yeah. this is a thing where I think, like, when we talk about Sting and high reverence, I think this is something that gets glossed over is, I don't know that if we say AEW is very talent-focused, right? Like, they get to come up with what they're doing. So I don't think Sting brings a whole lot of, well, we'll super see. ideas to the table that we've ever right. heard about, right? Like, and then we'll Sting see. came up with the idea for this match, and right, like, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. see. But again, going back to my biggest gripe right now with AEW, we did the Sting thing, but we did it also not too long ago, and we sacrificed our heavyweight champion to get three minutes, right? So we did three minutes of Hangman, who got a loud ass pop when he came out, to get a fifteen minute Sting match that we already did. <laughs> Two months prior. Oh, and let me float this idea by you, right? Since the start of AEW, they have worked very hard to build Darby Allen into mm-hmm. a, a name and a star mm-hmm. and a pillar of AEW. Mm-hmm. But we've gone a couple years in AEW, and now, I mean, the math may not be this, but I feel like I remember more of Darby Allen as Sting's lackey or son than anything else. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Right? It wasn't that long ago that he did the good feud with MJF, right? It was mm-hmm. him and MJF and they had an amazing match, but MJF won, right? He right. didn't come out on top. Now, again, he came out because of shenanigans, but right. a win's a win, right? Yep. And then, yeah, it's just... But you're tying Darby on the sting here, and I don't... But what what's the story we're telling with Darby, right? What is Sting right. doing with... Is he teaching get, him anything? That's where we need to get. Maybe at some point Darby's like, "Hey, what have I been doing for two years now, or whatever?" Right? Like, right? I'm running around with you, and like, don't get me wrong, you seem like a fine guy. And and if but we if you we ain't getting me where I need to be, and if we have a stall with Darby Allen, right? He's a ratings pop, but we don't really have anything for him. But we need him and Sting because Sting is also a ratings pop. We need him on our television. Okay, cool. Right? I get it. But like save those moments and tell stories with guys again because guess who wasn't on this week's dynamite god's favorite champion Mm. miro yeah what's up with miro man but again like you know what i'm saying like this is where we have this schizophrenia fucking storytelling where miro's mad at god he's gonna take it out on everyone but then it's been a month but then Sting gets a win over a number one tag team, and it's a fun moment, but we already did that not too long ago. So focus, focus. This is where, look, I'm telling you, uh, Tony Khan is telling some of the greatest stories in wrestling history. I love that Hangman story, right? I love Eddie Kingston just being to, or being allowed to be himself. I love when Eddie Kingston turned babyface and saved John Moxley. The explosion sucked, but you get what I'm saying but you need a little bit of help because it seems like you're just writing everything and then saying, go and then go. And it's like, you want someone to just take the mid card from you. So you can focus in on, you know, the hangman story or something. Cause I don't know. It's, it yeah. just feels fragmented and unfocused. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a W dynamite, a very fun show. 
as far as a standalone episode that if you just watched it for two hours, you're going to have a great time here on the podcast. We think of bigger pictures and obviously we're watching this week over week. So we see it maybe a little bit differently, but again, standalone episode itself. Four out of five. Thought it was. Yeah, cool. Oh yeah. I agree. I agree. Yep. <clears throat> but we've got an event coming up this weekend. Ooh. Look, we've talked a few times. We've had on commentator, Kevin Gill. Oh, for GCW Game Changer Come Wrestling. Come on, uh, we need you fans to be aware. This is a little bit more for the adult themed uh, crowd, right? Oh, put be blood. the kids to bed. Put the be kids to bed. There will be hardcore matches, Woo! but the the raw energy and enthusiasm and all sorts of you know those sorts of things that come with a performance is there with GCW, the likes of which we haven't seen in a while. In a oh, fashion. and this is, I mean, this has everything that you could need in pro wrestling. You get, you're going to get your comedy spots. You're going to get some pure wrestling with the ROH world title match. You're going to get crowd your, behavior. Yeah. You're going to get your violence. You're going to, I don't I mean, mean unpredictable crowd behavior. I mean, bizarrely unpredictable crowd behavior. Yeah. This is going to be incredible. Uh, so I, I just want to hit the highlights because, again, yes. we don't recap GCW week over week, so it would be an insult to act as if we're going to tell you who the mystery uh, person is going to sure. be in the Battle Royal, right? So we don't want to insult GCW. We love GCW. This is a big show, so we want to talk about it. Now, I'm going through the card, and I want to talk to you about the, the bigger matches, but one name I don't see on here is the heart and soul Nick of Gage. GCW. Where is Nick fucking Gage? Uh, maybe they gave him some time off, man, because, like... He's got to cut a promo. I mean, this is Nick fucking Gage. Maybe, maybe we'll get a... Maybe we'll get we an gotta unannounced, get something. you know, appearance somehow from Nick Gage. I tell maybe, you what, though. Maybe in one of the matches coming up. I'll float an idea yeah. as we go through it. So, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a pre-show battle royal that has mystery people, so maybe he shows up there. Um, we got a mystery tag team, uh, that we don't know who's going to be a part of that. Maybe he's in a tag team. We shall see, but we got, I mean, a killer's row of matches. And again, we almost had Eddie Kingston and AJ Gray mm. also on this card, but I'm going to run through a couple matches. Just want your feedback. Maybe who you think mm. is going to win. So we got a singles match. We've got the face of the women's division in GCW. Again, the heart and soul on the men's side is Nick fucking Gage. The heart and soul for the women is Allie Catch. And she's taking on the runaway from AEW, Ruby Soho. Something's got to give. What happens here? Yeah, that's rough. I, I feel like... I feel like Ruby Soho is going to win this one. Because I just feel like she's, we've talked about where she comes into AW and maybe we realize, oh, everybody was like, she's the greatest just being held back by the machine. And we go, oh, no, she's about as good as the machine mm-hmm. at her point now. But yeah. I think to GCW, that's still elevated enough that I think they're going to have her go over in that moment. But Allie Catch will have like fought tooth and nail and will be respected, if you will. We'll see. Again, we, we're not experts here. We're just yeah. spitballing some things. I'm excited for the match because I like the uh, contrast in, you know, the hardcore GCW, this yep. is our girl, versus yeah. the, we don't really right. hate Ruby. This Soho. is, She's yeah, I have okay. some mild 
following of GCW, catch the big events, kind of keep mm-hmm. up on Twitter. So this is my like Johnny Carson to date myself kind of predictions, yeah. right? No, I'm I like the it, envelope. Yeah. To my mm-hmm. head when you tell me the match name, and I'm going to give you my feelings. Right? Good, good reference. Mm-hmm. Man, mm-hmm. current events. Right, yeah. Uh, yes, so I got, really current. I got Ruby Soho. I think I retired when I, I was like seven. <laughs> I know. I got Ruby Soho because I think what we're going to do, and again, I don't know, but this is how I'm booking it, and this is what I think would uh-huh. be fun. I think we're going to take this match right into the next match because I think Jeff Jarrett hits Allie Catch over the head with a guitar. Ruby Soho gets the victory, not knowing what Jeff Jarrett did so that she could say babyface. And then we go right into Jeff Jarrett versus Effie. In 2020, Tim, which was last year, if I would have asked you in the summer, hey man, in about six to seven months, we're going to talk about GCW, which we're kind of into right now, right? Yeah, it's kind of cool. But we're going to talk about Effie okay taking on jeff jarrett and it's gonna be fucking cool at least the story going it's gonna it. be hype like we're gonna be geeked like look at our smiles right now <laughs> for a jeff jarrett match he we sucks have never had this smile on our face for a jeff jarrett match oh ever. he's gonna die he's gonna die so we think that but we also didn't think matt cardona was gonna win their gcw world heavyweight title Yes, and maybe again, Crystal Ball. We I didn't think the know that feud. Effie wins, but I don't know if we end the feud here. I think Effie kills Jeff Jarrett. I think I think so, this is. Gonna I think be... Jeff Jarrett may get a team beat down, as you're alluding to. It might not just be Alley Catch. Mm-hmm. It might be the GCW Originals, if you will. Right? right? Who yeah. come out and they're like, "Fuck this guy!" And everybody's yeah. like, "Yeah." <laughs> I think this is going to be Jeff. Long time, we had a a great idea for a movie. We were going to write a movie script called Everyone Hates Matt Damon. And we just thought, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's a shoe-in, right? Like, just naming it that. And that's the Jeff Jarrett feel I feel like we're getting. We don't even hate Matt Damon, but you get the idea, right? Like, it's just, fuck this guy, because he's just not anything that GCW has ever represented. So, yeah, we may get the whole, like, Bischoff gets thrown in a trash can move. Yeah. Well, and that's. That's what I think happens here. I think we're going to get Jeff Jarrett saying. references, I'm just fucking. They're current events. Current events. (laughs) I think, though, we're going to get Jeff Jarrett saying, like, you don't think I can do this kind of match? Watch me. And I think he's going to probably blade himself too too deep and be Mm -hmm. bleeding from his head. I think Effie's going to say, you want to try a fucking pile driver from the top rope? And he's like, let's fucking do it. And he's going to get a little too wild. But I don't die. think I don't think that this is where Matt Cardona then kind of went into the fold of GCW, right? Because now he's had a couple more feuds and he's also yeah. on this card, you know? I think this is just a, hey, I'm Jeff Jarrett. Isn't this fun? Cool. Hey, watch me be cool. Oh, wow. Listen to my podcast. Bye. And then Unless he, Jarrett is there to lead some sort of new I mean, possibly. organization. Possibly. But I got Effie. I got Effie. Again, we're going to see what Mance happens. Warner a- a cowboy guy or is it well but he's a second city crew and he's a gcw original you know what i mean well what better heel heat i know i know i know and they're not on this card i don't think i don't see him at least perfect all right so then let's get into another one here uh matt cardona no no get out of here no 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 this is where i think we may see nick gage 
Okay, like, so he this may is come in and give Matt Cardona the what for to help. Okay, so Matt Cardona versus Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. Joey Janela playing the whole hey is Chelsea the ECW I'll... title on the line. I don't think so. Because Cardona is now the ECW back. champion, right? He is, but Joey Janela here <laughs> is then. But Matt, uh, but Joey Janela yeah. has been uh, flirting with the Chelsea Green here, saying, mm-hmm. "Hey Chelsea, I'll see you later." And you know she's getting under her skin. Do we see? Because I know they go over to Impact and all this stuff. But do we see Chelsea Green give Matt Cardona the old heave ho? We just got married. No, he didn't. And I'm with Joey Janela because he's a bad boy. I mean, maybe, but it feels like it would be one too many quick like whoopsie look the other way here's what we're doing turns right like i feel like they've done a few of those in rapid succession with you know i mean with chelsea green debuting and all those kind of things Mm -hmm. um it would almost feel a little russo-esque if you will i mean if anyone's gonna do it it's gonna be matt cartona you know what i mean but maybe yeah is he the new russo (laughs) i think i think i agree with you though i think Mm -hmm. maybe this is where we see nick gage because again Matt Cardona beat Nick Gage for the GCW championship mm-hmm. and John Moxley beat Matt Cardona. So Nick Gage never got that win back yeah. from Matt Cardona. So he could come out. Like, and if I'm booking, I, I put Cardona at a level above Janela, even though he's not like a full-time guy, right? Like, mm-hmm. but if this is to get Cardona into a different storyline on a bigger stage, then I'd have Janela go over and get the, like, everybody loves the GCW guys. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then Cardona's pissed at whoever the fuck helped him. So I could see another like Cardona gauge thing here or somebody else. Right. right. Something along those lines is the only way I see like Janela getting the quote unquote clean victory, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. If there's any clean victories. In GCW, right. Yeah. But, I know what you mean. Um, but you know, outside of that, then I would say Cardona hands down, right? Like he, he wins. Okay. Yeah, and it could I, I just got, be as simple as Chelsea fucking gives the Kansas City cunt punt to Janela. Yeah, that's what I was. I was thinking Chelsea maybe flirts with the idea of turning and gets Joey like, all right, she's on my side. And then as soon as he's like, she's on my side, then it's a blow blow, and she's like, aha, fuck maybe you, I'm with Kiss my husband. Shows up and fucks over Janela. What's that? Maybe Sunny Kiss shows up and fucks over. Janela. Oh, that would be cool. Yes, and then we get the GCW match of Sunny Kiss, uh, Joey Janela promotion switching promotions that'd be a cool that'd be a cool spot i wouldn't hate that all right last two matches i just want your opinion on here the gcw tag team title match Mm. it is the gcw tag team champs and the roh tag team champs the briscoes them boys yeah them boys taking on we don't know yeah now there has been online beef going back and forth Back and forth, back and forth between the Briscoes and FTR. It's got last time we saw FTR, they were beating up the Briscoes at Ring of Honor. Yeah. Albeit, this could be the like we think it's going to be FTR and then somebody else shows up. I think it's FTR. And that's going to be wild. FTR. Your triple A champions down there in Mexico doing the lucha and now coming to on the ROH slash GCW tag team champions. Yeah. On a show that you... has the ECW champion. <laughs> but now they're going to GCW, which is, yeah. you know, hardcore wrestling, and they are the wrestling purist. Ah, good God. FTR. So fucking cool. FTR is yeah, they are the workhorse of pro wrestling. They're awesome. Yeah. They, they are, are awesome. awesome. 
Yeah, but who but you I got? think them boys come away still holding. Unless, ooh, FTR could come away with GCW tag title. <laughs> ooh. Oh. Ooh. And then uh, they bring the. But I feel like that's too many, right? The the outsider win. That's, I feel like them boys, mm-hmm. even though them boys were kind of an outsider, but they are they outsiders fit as well. The mold, right? They're outsiders, but they would be insiders if they just. We let us in, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like, all right, yeah, fine. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Dim Boys win and the Briscoes. God, they're going to win unlike Dim Boys, the Cowboys. Mm. All right, now let's get into the main event here. Again, I think it had some different uh, wrinkles, but now with Eddie Kingston hurt, maybe we go a different avenue. But we got the GCW heavyweight champion returning to action. Champion John Moxley taking on in new york the king of indie new york wrestling homicide himself what happens here what what where does the so weird i could see either guy being the gcw champion so that it's not like i can eliminate one because i'm like they're not gonna like they'd put the belt mm-hmm. on homicide sure they would um yeah in new york a million percent yeah Moxie's always going to be, I mean, he's one of the biggest stars in wrestling. So, of course, you feel like if any time they have him win and hold the title, like it's a no brainer. And it's a hard decision here. And also, you know, to the point of homicide winning, we've seen John Moxley lose clean to Lance Archer, his New Japan uh, IWGP United States Championship. So, why wouldn't he lose the GCW Heavyweight Championship, right? Yeah. And his whole motive. This is where we see Nick okay. Gage. Ooh, yeah. This is where we see Nick Gage. Because Moxley beat Nick Gage. Moxley was always saying that this is, he doesn't care about this. This was bait for Nick Gage. Well, he still has that bait. Nick Gage is going to slice that motherfucker up. So, and here's where maybe, all right. So, Eddie Kingston could still get involved, right? I mean, I don't know what, you know. Yeah. But so he sees Nick Gage trying to fuck with Moxley. He goes to stop it. Homicide's like, bro, fucking mind your own business. Right? Like, he's like, that's my boy. Like, I thought we were boys and whatever. And then Moxley shakes off fucking, you know, or Gage or Eddie Kings took care of him. Moxley gets the pin. Now Homicide's like, no, fuck you, Eddie. We got beef. As soon as that fucking mm-hmm. eye's fixed, I'm taking out the other one. Yeah. And then we get them at a GCW. I know. This There's is so many God. fucking things. GCW's great. GCW's great. GCW's great. AEW's great. AEW needs a little bit more focus, I would say. That would be my only criticism going into February as we're wrapping up January here. Uh, more God. Hangman. God damn it. He's your champion. Treat him like such. Um, but I'm yeah. excited. It just fell off. It's like the Hangman whole thing just disappeared. Like, I know he's there. And I get it. Well, and, and I, I get yeah, it, right? No, the chase was done, so the story's over. But Well, but the chase was done. And then we did a huge thing with Brian Danielson. So it's like you can't just keep, you know. You know what you have to do is he has to barely be retaining the championship. He needs to be, like, winning by skin of his teeth so he still has the, like, man, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't have won. You know what I mean? He looked the other way when when you coughed, and that's the only reason I got ahead of him. And they're like, stop it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you beat him. And he's like, yeah, but, like, the ref fucking slow count. You know, that kind of shit. We'll and see. We're still like, come on, guy, believe in I yourself. Still, I still think we do the. He runs through people, and he's like, "I never needed the dark order. I'm the man." And maybe we get a little ego 
Hangman. I think that's where it would be fun. But we'll see. I love Hangman. I love Eddie Kingston. They finally convince him to have self-confidence, and then his self-confidence leads him to think, I never fucking needed you. And then it's too much. It's overconfidence. Mm -hmm. They did it to themselves. They shouldn't have gave him the confidence. It was the confidence he needed to say, fuck you. I don't need you. Yeah, the payoff there would be if you had a star big enough in the Dark Order to win the to championship off there. of him. Yeah, but you really don't. Yeah, um, as much as we love Johnny Hungy, he ain't gonna. Oh yeah, or or Evil Uno. Yeah, they're yeah. not winning the title. Um, but four. yeah, this was a <laughs> or ten or ten. Ten looks the part. Yeah, yeah, but we've heard nothing out of the guy that's. I know, I know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just guessing there. Uh, but man, a fun week of wrestling, a fun weekend ahead with the GCW pay per view. Um, also got Chiefs football that we're looking forward to on Sunday night, taking on the Bills. Last time we took on the Bills, we went to the Super Bowl, so hopefully that continues this year in 2022. But yeah, that's what I got, Tim. Well, that wasn't the last time we took on the Bills. Last time we took on the Bills in the playoffs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what all matters. Who cares about a regular season? Fucking playoffs, man. Yeah. Fuck them. I'm excited. Well, this has been fun. And yeah, I mean, I'm excited for GCW and I'm excited for the Chiefs. Those are at the same time. Didn't we determine that? That's going to suck. Two. Watch the GCW. Two screen experience. I like that. And you can pull up a third one and watch this show right here and use hashtag Tweet the Table. And we'll talk to you next week.